right. Welcome to Vibrant Wellness Unleashed. I am Emily Ruggieri. And I am Mike Ruggieri. And I would just like to preface this podcast by this is by saying this is our third time trying to record it. We've had many... We've had some technical difficulties. So, third time's a charm. But anyways, this podcast, we are going to attempt to talk about what it takes to be great using our own personal stories of how we were or were not so great and what it took to get there mm-hmm. so and and it like and again in our third take here one <laughs> of the one of the first places that we were we were having a chat about um before our difficulties was just the investment of time that it takes to become good at anything and so like i can relate it to being an athlete and under and like trying to create awareness that to become a good athlete the amount of time that's required to reach a pinnacle in anything is great and i think sometimes like we're all think you know we all want to get results as quick as possible and we all want to you know hope especially this day and age too everyone wants everything as quick as possible immediately yeah and it's like that for it's like that for health and wellness you see it especially like it's easier to just take the pill and you just hope this pill will help you get better but kind of going back to like the just the athletic performance analogy i think people just kind of hope that they can jump right into a sport you know practice it a few times and then they're just going to all of a sudden become great at it or you watch finished products of good athletes and think like they just kind of picked it up very quickly and that's how they became good without the realization like no a lot of times these you know these guys and girls are putting hours upon hours of work into mastering their craft or just trying to get better at it i would probably say if we can go back and look at all athletes that are good at their sport currently a lot of them probably weren't very good when they started because mm-hmm. i don't i think it's very rare people just are you know they just grab looking like, just say grab a basketball and are just draining you know shots from all over the court like i just don't think that happens very fast like i'd be willing to say if you look at athletes who are good at anything they were probably bad before they became good mm-hmm and so the time again i don't think you can outpace time yeah and i I think this doesn't have to be just related to like being an athlete i think you can relate it to wanting to be great at anything in your life mm -hmm. so just take that as you will i was gonna say and like we we talked about that like when people are afraid of failing or being bad at things um I think maybe people get caught up in that fear of like, oh, you know, I don't want to be bad at this. Like, well, you're probably going to have to be. If you want to be good at it. Yeah, like if you want to get good at something, you're probably going to have to suck at it to become better. Because I just don't think, you know, professionally either, it's it's very rare you just walk into a business as a and become the CEO uh, unless it's your own business like you don't I highly doubt <laughs> as as we're both Hi, business owners here and we're like oh hey we're we're like we could give ourselves the titles of CEO but you know you usually you don't just walk into uh, like a, a business and are just fantastic so fantastic at it that you just start right at the top usually you kind of have to work your way up you have to learn how things work and so I think though Using your own personal journey in CrossFit, give us some tidbits or things needed that could pertain to everyone to become great. I think maybe the most 
I, I don't know if it's overlooked, but maybe people don't realize all that really goes into this would probably be the structure of your lifestyle. Yeah. And so, and again, you, yeah, like sacrifices you have to make to become great because. And sorry, I'm already oh, yeah. getting ahead. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. People don't understand these sacrifices. So you could almost be looked down upon if that Mm -hmm. makes sense but go ahead well and so maybe i'll just start with with what like some things i had given up to become great and you people can just depending on your goal you can just kind of infer from it what you may things that resonate or maybe things that might be different given Mm -hmm. your circumstance but when i was trying to become the best athlete every everything was structured around trying to be the best Everything from looking at what I was eating nutritionally to the amount of hours I would put in in the gym. I made choices to where like I would miss parties because the options were then like you can go to this party or you can train. It's like while a lot of people who are my age enjoyed going out partying, it's like I chose to go to bed early so I can make sure I can get up early the next day and prioritize things like recovery. Um you know, it a lot of like the the mental development. I like. I guess this isn't really like a sacrifice, but something else that just builds off of how you kind of become mm-hmm. good at things over time is you have to find mentally your own place where you can really just kind of hunger down and not worry about other people's opinions. And so, like the quote that I always liked a lot was, "Losers focus on winners." And winners focus on winning. And so like that still resonates with me a lot today. But I, I never really cared what people thought. And I think it that can be a powerful thing where you need your support system. Because I also always had great people around me. So I think you do need a support system to become successful. But I never dwelled on what others, you know, in the general public eye's perception was because like I was just so focused on what I was doing. I wasn't looking at other people's papers, Mm -hmm. trying to see what answers they had. Like I had to find my own answers. I think too, one of of the first things I noticed about you is no matter what you're doing, you become so hyper-focused on the one task you're doing. And I think that is what helped you, like you said, get so far in your fitness or, yeah, fitness Mm -hmm. athletic journey. Um, Because you, when you're doing a task, you're just like zoned in. Nothing else matters. You're going to do your absolute best at whatever you're doing then. Yeah, I I definitely would say like maybe – when you're trying to become good at anything like you do need to really understand your goals and not have uh maybe this will be a new term goal add or adhd (laughs) where like your goals change every other day or every other week where you're like oh like i want to do this now and then a week later you're like oh actually like i saw joey doing this like i kind of want to do this and or you're like oh you know i saw this on insert whatever it's like oh this seems really cool like if you constantly are changing what it is you want to do i think he's describing me (laughs) I mean, I think it's a lot of people like if you're if you're constantly changing what you want to do, I think it's going to be really hard again to like, how can you develop anything? Right. How are you going to become great at that one yeah, thing? Like I you're... like this. This is maybe a terrible analogy, but I don't know why it popped into my head, but I'm just going to say it. it's like if I start <laughs> weaving 
like 10 different <laughs> baskets i'm never gonna finish any one basket or probably finish, do very well finish the one yeah, like basket, finish people. your one basket first and then you can start you know weaving a bunch of that, other we're ones we're gonna end the podcast I'm just and, kidding. Then, and then that's it for yeah but like you know maybe it can be How easter baskets like i won't have a basket done in time for easter if i'm trying to weave 10 of them in a row all right that analogy right yeah it's such a good one so with that and understand, like, your first couple baskets are also probably going to look terrible. Yeah. Like, and you need a lot of time and you need sacrifice. Like, there's so many things that will go into becoming good at anything over time. I think going back again, uh, it's along the lines of, like, discipline and also, like, mental discipline is when shit starts getting tough. How do you How do you keep going? And again, like I, I think when when things get hard, because inevitably everything will, you probably, I think understanding, and like this is a question I've always asked anyone I've ever worked with in training, I think understanding why you want to accomplish the things you do is your driving factor to help you get through the tough times ahead, because it's not going to be a smooth road it's like you know it's it's corny to say it but it's true you're going to hit plenty of bumps and if you really don't understand why you want to accomplish something you're probably not going to do very well when you start hitting adversity along the way yeah finding your why for anything you're doing and i think being honest with yourself about why too like i think people sometimes try to convince themselves about maybe like uh, the reason that they actually are doing something maybe is not the true reason like it's kind of just like maybe their public answer where it's like oh you know i'd like to do this for insert whatever the reason is but deep down they actually know like i'm doing this for another reason and so it does i guess like it's not something that anyone even really has to know it's really nobody's business why you want to do what you do but you need to understand why you want to accomplish something or why you want to do it because if you don't or you think you do but the answer is not strong enough to will you forward it's going to be really hard when you do start reaching tough points to keep going and not be like ah you know maybe i should do something else or maybe i should find something else to do it's like if you really want it again you really need to understand why yeah and I think people don't understand, I mean, we're talking about it, just how hard it is, though, to be great. And just from my own kind of stupid personal journey is I looked up to you doing CrossFit and I was like, "Ooh, I think I can be good at this. <laughs> mm-hmm. let's, let's give this a few months. I'm going to be really good. And then I started training with you and I was like, holy shit, this is hard. Mm-hmm. And just CrossFit alone, you have to be good at so many different things. And again, you have to put in the hours, the years, nutrition, sleep, rest, recovery, whatever. And everyone wants to be good, but they don't want to put in the work, I Mm -hmm. think. so. Or again, there's just not the understanding of the timetable. Just how difficult. Like I I would say, probably with a lot of things, I think a fair timeline usually to become good at something, I would probably put at three to five years. And so like, this isn't a finite thing. I really don't have any data to back this up. This is just kind of a my own generalization. Like it may really be something that's published out there, but I'm just kind of flying by my own experiences and having 
worked with enough people more so in athletic development than anything else, but mm -hmm. just making some assumptions, I think three to five years is a fair timeline to really expect to go from maybe not knowing that you're not good or knowing that you're not good at something to slowly becoming better and better. I think anything less than that, it doesn't mean, I think you should be pleasantly surprised if you achieve some goals or, you know, start becoming better at something sooner than maybe three to five years. But I think if you set a realistic expectation like that, it may also help you kind of grind through knowing like, oh, you know, it's going to take a few years. So when you don't see the progress you may expect in six months or even a year, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't think like that your efforts were for nothing. It's like, you should instead just think like, oh, like my efforts are continuing to propel me forward. I just have to keep going forward because even though I've invested and gotten X amount better, I still have to get that much more better. Mm -hmm. And I think a, another good point you made very briefly earlier was support system. And I think it is really important for people to have support systems when they're trying to be great at anything or in life in general. And also to have like a mentor or a coach or someone you look up to and you're learning from as well. Yeah. I remember, I don't remember who I heard this from, and I don't know if it's if it's exact, but it was a good generalization at least, was like even from like the business perspective, they like the saying was your income will be based on the five people you spend the most time with or the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think like it's not to say that like it's it's just a money thing. I think really what some of the deeper roots of the analogy go back to who you surround yourself with. What? And if you want, like if you're around successful people, I think you will feed off of that and feel motivated and want to drive forward versus if you are around people who maybe, give, I don't know, like just saying give up easy or if you're around Debbie Downers all the time, negative people, like that can really weigh on you when you're trying to like keep trying if you're trying to prosper and someone else is like, eh, maybe you shouldn't do this. Like that's a tough place to be. Yeah, I think I heard that not as like the income of the five people. Mm -hmm. I've heard it like you're an average of the five people you hang around or an with. Average, but yeah. it makes sense with how you described mm -hmm. it too. Yeah. Yeah, it's really just about who you surround yourself with. Like find try to find, find good people. Or find good people. And if you're and at the very least, like, I think sometimes maybe people confuse that, too, where, like, finding good people doesn't always mean you need people who have the same goals as you. Because I think sometimes people seek that, well, which, like, it could work. striving to be better. Like, find people mm -hmm. that are trying to better themselves. Yeah. But if you just look for people who have similar goals than you, they can still be farty people. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean that they're good people. They could still be, you know, kind of eh, so-so. Like, you want to find, like, find good people. Like, people around you should be building you up. Yes. And, you know, not tearing you down or trying to make you feel less than better. Yeah. I think that unless you have other points of topic, I think that's a good little place to end. No, I think, yeah, we kind of touched on a lot there, I think. There should be hopefully some golden nuggets we can sift, like as you're listening, you can sift through and just kind of take the general, like I guess the general messages of surrounding yourself with good people and understanding that it will be a journey. Um, like it will great. be a journey that you'll have to make sacrifices on 
if you do want to reach your end goal is, you can do it yeah is a is a really good way to become good or great at anything and just know that you can do it because i would say anyone who is great at something was average at it when they started and then it's just by virtue of them sticking with it long enough and like you know going through the adversity of just seeing if they can become successful at it that a lot of people did yeah amen amen <laughs> And so that's, I guess, then how we'll wrap up this episode of Vibrant Wellness Unleashed. All right. Peace out, kids. Peace.